engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. I've got these super expensive headphones on in the studio, and they're not working. Uh, though, oh my gosh, what's going on? The volume, the volume knob was turned down. Welcome. I am a professional. You would never know it, though. It's Eric Erickson here, News 95.5 AM 750 WSB. This is Atlanta's Evening News. Hat tip to Jim Ellis. I got a new Yukon Denali today. It's awesome. I finally went grown up and got a black vehicle. I look like security coming down the road. People get out of the way. It's glorious. It is. Now, thank you for being here. We have news to discuss, local news at that, not just the national political stuff of the day. We need to talk about must ministries. And, I, you know, it is not my goal to raise your blood pressure on this program. It is my goal to give you the, the news of the day that you need to know about. And oftentimes there are pressing local stories that get overshadowed by national news. And this is one of those stories. And thank you to WSB-TV upstairs from us for covering this story. For those of you who don't know what Must Ministries is, Must Ministries is a Cobb County-based uh, religious charity. And during the summer, it provides bagged lunches every single weekday across Cherokee County and Cobb County for kids in need. 7,000 free sack lunches a day for kids and families every summer. I, I want to say this again because you, you, you may be tripping up on these numbers here. For 25 years, this ministry, Must Ministries is the name of it, has given out 7,000 lunches a day. 7,000 lunches a day to kids in Cobb and Cherokee County. And now it must stop. Do you know why Must Ministries has to stop doing this? The government. The Department of Public Health. A Department of Public Health in a state unanimously controlled by Republicans is shutting down a religious ministry's operation where the religious ministry feeds 7,000 kids a day that the government does not have to take care of with your tax dollars because this ministry is doing it. The government apparently does not like the competition. And so the Department of Public Health has decided to enforce new rules against must ministries. You see, the reason must ministries is able to generate 7,000 sack lunches a day is because individuals and businesses in their homes and offices prepare the lunches and get them to must ministries for distribution. These are all people who in their homes, because they want to support 7,000 children a day, make sandwiches and must ministries distributes them. And the Department of Public Health has told most ministries it must stop doing that. It can only do this now from a certified kitchen. You're not allowed to make sandwiches to feed the poor in your home. You have to use certified kitchens. This is government at its worst.
this is a government not of the people, for the people, and by the people, but against the people. The Georgia Department of Public Health, uh, who is the chairman of the Department of Public Health? We should at least know the name of the bureaucrat who is shutting down a 25-year-old ministry in the name of government regulation. Uh, Kathleen Toomey is the commissioner of the Georgia Department of Public Health. And you know what? I bet the reality is she doesn't even know. I bet the reality is, is Kathleen Toomey, MD, commissioner of the Georgia Department of Public Health, has no idea that her office has shut down a 25-year-old ministry because people are feeding the poor and have the audacity to make sandwiches out of their homes. But this is this is not the federal government. This is you know conservatives like to say the government that governs you closest to you is the government that is best. The abstract government in Washington D.C. does not regularly impact your life. The state government does. The county government does. The city government does. Here is the state of Georgia shutting down a 25-year-old Christian ministry that provides 7,000 lunches a day for kids in Cherokee and Cobb County who would otherwise either go hungry or have to rely on your tax dollars. And the absurd reason is that it's people who care about these kids are making them lunches. And the state says, no, you have to have a certified catering kitchen to be able to do this. So here's what Must Ministries is doing. They, they, they intend to carry on, but now they have to raise money because you know why? People can't make sandwiches in their homes anymore. Must Ministries must now go buy lunches. Is it just me or are you hearing this and you're thinking, uh, did some outside contract catering company complain to try to get the business? Because they're having to go out and, and they're having to buy the money or find the money to buy the sandwiches. They've been able to raise, thankfully, $100,000. they got to have $75,000 more to be able to do this. Now, Must Ministries uses the, the same texting program I do. Um, if you're interested in helping them, text MUST, S-O-S, all as one word, M-U-S-T-S-O-S, to 52182. That's must, M-U-S-T-S-O-S, to 52182, so that you can try to help them. This, this, is, this is infuriating that a state controlled by Republicans would delve into nanny state bureaucracy and shut down a 25-year-old ministry where individuals who care for kids do so out of their homes because they're not in a certified kitchen. This is bad policy, and the state should reverse this. The state of Georgia should reverse this. I know how many government bureaucrats and elected officials listen to this program and are listening right now. Uh, I'm getting text messages from one of them right now. This is crazy and needs to change. Uh, let me spend just a little bit more time on this story and, and go through what WSB-TV reports. Uh, the state's Department of Public Health is enforcing new rules and has said must ministries Prepared sandwiches don't meet its guidelines. The health department now says sandwiches have to come from a certified kitchen rather than homemade by churches, businesses, and families as they've been prepared in the past. The health department is now requiring the charity pass out pre-made, pre-packaged, and approved sandwiches that cost 74 cents to buy, ship, and store. 
So they're having to pay thousands of dollars a month. This really is absurd. I mean, this is genuinely stupid. This is a stupid decision. And the governor, the lieutenant governor, the, the secretary of state, the insurance commissioner, the agriculture commissioner, uh, the, the speaker of the house, the state representatives, the state senators, they should be demanding the Department of Public Health reverse this. And don't let them be the fall guy, because this is what happens a lot of times. You, you, you get bureaucrats at the Department of Public Health and they make an unpopular decision and you let the you let the state elected officials bluster. Say, oh, oh, I'm going to have this decision. Reverse. I do declare this is wrong. But then they don't actually do anything because they let the Department of Public Health be the bad guy. So I'm sorry. We have new regulations and these regulations have to be enforced. We have to have to enforce them. The children, we're doing it for the children. The children. Somebody might somebody might commit food poisoning. So some some somebody might actually put put jelly people don't like on the or peanuts. It could be peanuts. It could be an allergy. Y'all, this is stupid. This is stupid. It's not just stupid. You're hurting kids you're claiming to help. By the way, by the way, just so you know, I, I hate to bring up a sore subject, but if the state of Georgia had passed RIFRA, I know some of you don't like RIFRA. You're always focused on what it means for the butcher and the baker and the candlestick maker. This is a RIFRA issue. This is the epitome of a RIFRA issue. You have a religious nonprofit executing its biblical mandate to take care of the poor, and the state of Georgia has imposed a burdensome regulation on them that is not the, the minimally necessary requirement. The state has painted with a broad brush that does not take into account the religious mission of the charity and how the religious mission of the charity, how it carries out that religious mission. This is actually a RIFRA issue. You know, the, the whether or not the baker bakes the cake for the gay wedding, that's not a RIFRA issue, actually. That's not actually a RIFRA issue because that's between a baker and a person, not the baker and the government. This, between the religious nonprofit and the government, this is an actual RIFRA issue, the Religious Freedom Restoration Act, because what, what RIFRA does is it says the state can't unduly burden religious nonprofits. And this is a religious nonprofit whose members, because of their faith, in their homes, make 7,000 sandwiches a day to feed poor children in Cherokee and Cobb County. And so the state, under if we had RIFRA, couldn't paint with such a broad brush as to punish this ministry and shut it down because its members are making sandwiches in their homes instead of in a certified catering kitchen. Regardless of that, this is a bad decision. And Kathleen Toomey, who is the uh, commissioner in charge of the Department of Public Health, should either reverse it or be fired. And that actually is on our elected officials. Our elected officials can remove the people in charge of the Department of Public Health, and they should if this decision is not reversed. Because we're, we've got one charity here that's been in the business for 25 years doing the work that the government does not have to now do, saving taxpayers money by doing this. And they're shutting it down because the government doesn't like competition. Well, I could read a script for the call map. 
it's my sponsor, but I don't need to read an ad for it because my whole family uses it. In fact, my 10-year-old loves it and swears, this is just him, he swears that the call map has gotten rid of his nightmares. Now, that's not really true because he came in just last night with a nightmare, but the call map does help him get to sleep. It calms his mind. Why? Because he starts listening to the stories, and as he listens to the stories, he drifts off to sleep. It is a great app for sleep. Sleep deficiency does serious damage, not just to your brain, but to your body as well. With the call map, you can calm down. You can go through their stress and meditation um, stories and and the, the methods that they talk about. Your kids can listen to the calm stories. You can listen to them and go to sleep. It really is an app that my family uses, and it really is an app that my family likes. And right now, my listeners get 25% off a Calm premium subscription at calm.com slash Eric. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash Eric. 40 million people have downloaded Calm, including every member of my family. Find out why at calm.com slash Eric. Hello there. It's Eric Erickson here, Atlanta's Evening News. The phone number, if you want to be a part of the program, 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk. If you're just tuning in, Must Ministries. If you're in Cherokee County or Cobb County, you know it. This religious ministry provides 7,000 free lunches a day to kids in need. And the state of Georgia, Department of Public Health, Kathleen Toomey, MD, Commissioner of the Department of Public Health, the Department of Public Health shutting them down because those 7,000 lunches a day they provide to kids are made by individuals and businesses and not in, oh, quel horror, certified kitchens. So they got to now buy the lunches, driving up their cost. It's been a volunteer effort in the past. And the state of Georgia putting them out of business because they're not in a certified kitchen. Now, I've, I've gotten emails from two different people now, so I assume this is true, from two separate unrelated people. Uh, one of them gave me the name of their business. Uh, the other one did not. But uh, both their businesses in Cobb County and have committed to providing sandwiches for Must Ministries. And it is a team effort at their businesses, and they provide a couple hundred sandwiches a week each. And they both said that their companies looked into getting certified kitchens so that they could keep up this effort to help the ministry and that the burden on the business, it was so onerous, they, they couldn't do certified kitchens to make these sandwiches. So they're, they're not able to participate by making the sandwiches now. And this is something that the employees did and volunteered for. At least one of them says the, the, the companies would help with cost, but this is something they could all get together and they could do. It didn't come out of the company bottom line per se, but uh, the employees all got together. They would do this and make it happen. And now they're not able to do that. Um, let's go to the phones on this issue. Uh, Fisher is calling from Stone Mountain. Welcome to the program. Thanks, Eric. And uh, I want to say first that uh, I enjoy listening to you every day, and, and I usually agree with you 100%. But uh, this is one time I have to uh, go against you, and I want to explain why. Okay. I think it's laudable that uh, all these ladies or, or uh, making these sandwiches, you know, voluntarily. But uh, I think the problem is, and I'm not affiliated with the health department in any way, uh, but I think the problem is that if, you know, just one didn't have proper refrigeration, you know, they might have had, say, meat out on the counter or something, and one of these children gets sick, and, you know, the way things are today, you know, they might have a lawsuit, 
uh, that's the sort of thing. So that's the only reason that uh, I have to kind of disagree well, with you. Well, okay. I so see the problem. I, I, yeah, I see the problem too, but they've been doing it for 25 years without incident. Well, and it can happen at a certified kitchen, too. Think of all the people who got E. coli at restaurants last year because of dirty lettuce. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. So there, there's no way to mitigate that necessarily. I mean, we're, we're essentially taking all – this is like the the Centers for Disease Control yesterday issuing an advisory that people shouldn't eat raw cookie dough because they might get salmonella. There right. there actually is a chance. It's a one, literally a one in one million person chance. And it's it's uh, throw up diarrhea, not hospitalized for most people if, if they were to get it. So yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. But the problem here, I, I think, is is the same thing that you're worried about can happen in a certified kitchen as well. It can. And this has been going on for 25 years without incident. So we're going to shut down the entire 25 year old program because somebody might not do what they should do, possibly, and get somebody sick, and, and they haven't done it in 25 years, but it could happen. I mean, you know, what could also happen is someone could get struck by lightning, so maybe we need to think about that. Um, the kids getting their sandwiches, uh, they could get hit by a car running across the street, so maybe, maybe we need to think about that. I mean, at what point do you draw the line? You've got a 25-year record of safely feeding kids and now we're going to shut down an entire charity effort of volunteers lovingly doing this because somebody somewhere might sometime although it's never happened before get sick in the future um, this is nanny statism at its worst and let's say somebody does get sick so so people get sick in restaurants people get sick from the grocery store I mean, what what do we do? This is a nonprofit trying to help people. And because someone somewhere might have something happen, possibly hypothetically, although it's never happened before in 25 years, they got to be punished. Their costs got to go up. This is this is absurd. This is absurd. This is why government people hate government. And this is why we can't have nice things. Y'all, I'm I'm deeply frustrated by the story. By the, by the way, there, there is a a a separate story um, that I I want to get to, and we got a lot of people calling in, um, and I just I'm well, you know what? We, we got more phone calls on this right now, and, and I'm happy to keep taking phone calls on this issue. I mean, this this really this bothers me. Uh, you know, I, I was telling uh, the big farmer; he was texting me earlier. He 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 knows this ministry. He says everybody in his community knows this ministry. I said, I Charlie sent me the story last night, and it, it's obviously a story. But there are so many other stories out there that get so sidetracked, um, particularly because mo- most talk shows are national shows, and and they focus on the national big story of the day. The the president, what he said to George Stephanopoulos and whatnot, and, and these stories kind of get buried under. And I wanted to highlight the story, and, and it is the, the perfect story to highlight on a show like this. This is a local story, but it's also a national story because this is happening around the country where essentially we're, we're, we've got governments that are trying to, to bubble-proof, I mean bubble-wrap society. At some point, we got an obligation to say no. But this is an issue, and this is an issue for our elected officials. If there are people from Brian Kemp's office listening, if there are people from Jeff Duncan's office listening, not that anyone from Dave Ralston's office listens, but if there is, 
if there are state representatives and, and state senators listening, any of the any of the elected officials in this state, or the county in Cobb County, Cherokee County, this is this is your moment. This is what you're elected to do. At this point, you're elected to run interference for us with the bureaucracy that is otherwise out of control and running roughshod over the people. You have a public Christian ministry that has been serving kids daily through the summer for 25 years so that taxpayers don't have to. And now the bureaucrats are punishing them, not the elected officials. The unelected bureaucrats are punishing them, and that's wrong. And you, the elected people, this is your job now. This is your job. It's your job to stand up and say, absolutely not. It's your job to say, the bureaucrats have pushed the regulations too far. It's your job to stand up to this. You can't keep abdicating your responsibility to the bureaucrats. That's wrong. You are elected, hired by us, and paid to deal with these problems. So step up and be loud about it and shut down this nonsense from the Department of Public Health. Bob and Marietta, you're going to be up next. Welcome. Hey, Bob. Hey, Eric. Yeah. Um, seeing all this food is donated and all the time is donated, this is not a loophole a lawyer can't find in this. Uh, well, a lawyer should be able to find something, but I mean, this is part of the problem, though, Bob, is is that they shouldn't have to. Uh, maybe they have to now, um, but yeah. So the food's got to be donated from a certified kitchen. It just the whole thing is nuts. I mean, it, it, this is genuinely insane that that we're even having to talk about the subject today. It, it this should not be happening. Rhonda in Fayetteville, welcome. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing good. There was a school system recently that canceled the drum out for the seniors where the profession goes through the hallways with their drums to drum out the seniors because parents complained that, uh, very few parents from what I understand, that their children's ears may be harmed. (laughs) And that has been a tradition for years and years that they do that. So they didn't do it because a few parents complained that their children's hearing may be harmed. I mean... At some point, we have to have some kind of a personal accountability for what we choose to do or, or don't choose to do. And I just think it's a disgrace that this program that's been in place for 25 years is now uh, being canceled because of bureaucracy. And, uh, you know, uh, it might even boil down to greed. You know, greed will kill us all. To where somebody, like you said earlier, maybe some caterer complained because, you know, they wanted that business. Yeah, that would, honest to goodness, Rhonda, that it would not surprise me if that happened. Thank you very much for your phone call. It would not surprise me if some outside group wanting the business complained and 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 pushed this issue. I can't imagine that any sane, right-thinking person would think this. But think about the bureau. We clearly have in the Georgia governmental bureaucracy nanny staters who think they're actually helping the kids by shutting this ministry down. This is where I tell you about my toothbrush because it's awesome. That would be my Quip Electro Toothbrush. The whole family can get refreshed with Equip, even the kids. They now have a kid-sized 
Equip Electric Toothbrush is the same as the adult, except uh, in a package for kids, a, a kid-friendly size. It vibrates for two minutes, pulses every 30 seconds. They get an even cleaning. Uh, I've got my daughter has one. My wife has one. I have one. We're still trying to get the 10-year-old to remember to brush his teeth every day. Once he gets there, he'll have one, too. We all love our Quip. How do you get a 10-year-old to do this when they won't? Ugh. Anyway, the Quip, uh, you don't have to carry a charger with it. it. It works on a AAA battery every three months. They send you a new brush head. You'll get a new battery for it. You're great. It is a great toothbrush. You can get it for just 25 bucks. All you do is go to getquip.com slash Erickson right now, and you get your first brush head refill pack for free. For free. And so you get it for free by going to getquip.com slash Erickson. Uh, getquip.com slash Erickson today to get your quip. Let's see. I don't have time to do justice to any of these phone calls. Do do I? Okay, I do. Well, then, Alan, I'm going to go to you. You've been waiting patiently. Welcome. Alan from Roswell. Hey, I just wanted to kind of chime in on the subject a little bit. It's not just these, you know, say, women that are in their kitchens doing this. There are churches that participate in a lot of this, and they have full-service food service kitchens. They're cooking on a regular basis for the members, sometimes all through the week, not just Wednesday nights. And they have staff there. The food comes from food food purveyors that are it's delivered, you know, in, the, in a uh, 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 safe way. Uh, the, the kitchen staff many times have serve-safe certifications, which is a certification that knows, allows you to know how you handle food properly and the proper temperatures and how to store it. And then sometimes the, they bring the food in, and vacation Bible school people will come in, and they'll build sandwiches and build these bags. They'll have um, uh, Sunday school classes that will volunteer and come in and build these. But it's all handled within a very safe environment. I mean, there are health concerns that need to be con- considered, but not in this case, yeah. not in this way. Oh, it's it just, it's absolutely infuriating. It is genuinely infuriating that they're they are doing this. And, you know, the, the, the bureaucracy should not have the power to shut down this nonprofit. Uh, and, and we need government leaders to, to step up. Um, it is absolutely insane to me that we're in a situation like this. It is insane to me that the government of Georgia, the elected officials, will not, they've heard about this and they're not doing anything. Maybe they will. Maybe this is the first they've heard of it. Uh, WSB-TV did this story last night, but this has been out there now for a while. Uh, Must Ministries, I suspect, has gone to the media because um, they they recognized the issue and they recognized they were getting nowhere in solving the problem. And in nowhere, uh, it just, this, this so... It just makes me mad. Now, we need to move on from this. So I'll I'll take your phone calls here. We've only got about 30 seconds here. Uh, so if you're on the phone, be patient. I'll keep taking your phone calls on this issue. Uh, we also have other stuff to talk about tonight as well. And um, one of the things we got to talk about is Sonny Perdue, the Secretary of Agriculture, is moving the Department of Agriculture, not the whole thing, but a lot of the offices, to Kansas City to save money. And the employees are protesting they turn their back on him. They don't want to do it. Three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 
It is Eric Erickson here in Atlanta's Evening News on WSB. Welcome. The phone number, 404-872-0750-1800. WSB Talk, if you'd like to be a part of the program tonight. I was going to move on from the Must Ministry story, but I must stick with it. <laughs> yeah, they're all rolling their eyes at me. Uh, if you're just tuning in here in Atlanta's Evening News, uh, Must Ministries, a well-known ministry in Cobb and Cherokee County, serves 7,000 lunches a day for kids in those counties. Uh, the government doesn't have to because the ministry stepped forward. Well, the Department of Public Health is telling them they can't do that anymore. they got to use certified kitchens, uh, which they don't have access to per se, so they're having to buy the lunches now instead of having volunteers make them, driving up the costs of the program. Joining me on the phone is Ike from Marietta, who is also the president and CEO of Must Ministries. Welcome to the program. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Eric. I enjoy driving home with you every day, so it's a privilege to hear you answering our SOS, Save Our Sandwiches at Must today, friend. It, it's such a frustrating... You, you guys have been doing this for 25 years, and, and suddenly the bureaucracy saying you can't. That's correct. Uh, you know, and Eric, it's over seven counties, actually, uh, where we deliver sandwiches, and we've been doing this for nearly a quarter of a century that's over two and a half million sandwiches, 6,000 a day on average we're doing right now. Never had a problem ever. And then suddenly uh, when our kitchen uh, at our Loaves and Fishes, which is our homeless shelter, which did over 80,000 hot meals last year, uh, during the restaurant inspection on which we got a 97, uh, that's when someone brought in a casserole and the question was asked, where was this casserole prepared? It was prepared the same place we've been doing meals for 26 years, in churches and in homes. And we give health guidelines, you know, wearing the hairnet, the plastic gloves, uh, putting down wax paper when you make the sandwiches. And so it was something that was really out of the blue for us and kind of at the last minute. And that's what's caused us to have to purchase, uh, by the end of the summer, uh, around 300,000 sandwiches at a cost of about 74 cents a piece. But in that sack lunch, Eric, you get a, you know, a candy bar type thing, a granola bar, uh, something salty, a juice box, and the sandwich. And, of course, it's all free. It's something we want to do for our community. Uh, this this just, it makes me mad, Ike. It does. And... Uh, you've been doing this for 25 years. Is there any sort of appeal process or anything? Well, we've had several people who have contacted us from the politi different political offices and parties, I might add. And former Governor Roy Barnes uh, is going to be one that's going to help draft some legislation to get clarity on this in the future. Because it's not just our organization that's feeding kids during the summer. My goodness, there are dozens of wonderful organizations that utilize the same model uh, that we use. And, you know, Eric, what really um, breaks my heart is I love it when parents get their children together and they're making those sandwiches in their homes. And they know and they're able to tell their children, tomorrow a child is going to be able to eat because of what you're doing. And we believe that volunteer aspect and building a bigger heart in your children is one of the crucial things to have future generations that are going to care about those that are less fortunate. I, I completely agree with you. And what a way to build community as well when it's not just you and your kids, but friends coming over and helping and, and people trying local businesses. I, I've heard now from multiple local businesses, two of them uh, both telling me that they tried to get their kitchen areas where their staff comes in and helps uh, a certified kitchen. And they couldn't do it. Um, 
Uh, just and that, mm-hmm. go ahead. And that's what people are working toward, Eric. Is it caught us at the last minute, and so now we've had uh, different churches and different businesses that have gotten their kitchens certified. And so, with a longer runway for next year, then we're going to be able to change our model, and we're going to be able to adjust. But again, the thought of having those moms and dads making sandwiches in their homes and their kids knowing as they color the sack that's going to that lunch is going to be in the next day that they're not able to do that in their homes i just think we're really losing something there um and in a world sometimes it seems to lack compassion i think finding ways to build compassion is extremely important i agree with you i we got to leave it there but thank you so much for calling in and, and anything i can do to help let me know and god bless roy barnes as well for stepping up on this Well, and thank you, sir, for bringing it to people's attention, because a ton of people listen to your show, just like me, every day, Uh, you know, with your great team there with Smiling Mark McKay and Doug Turnbull. I would never get home, and so you make it a pleasure every day, and thanks for taking up our cause. Thank you very much. That is Ike and Marietta, who's also the president of Must Ministries. I try not to stare at Twitter while I'm on the radio, because it gets distracting. So when Doug is given traffic, I'll turn over and look, and there are a bunch of people tweeting, what can we do, what can we do, what can we do? Well, uh, I'll tell you, one thing you can do is uh, you can respond to the SOS uh, from Must Ministries. It is a text message that you can do. Where did the story go? Because I had it. Here we go. Yes. Uh, what you can do is you if you're, if you're tweeting at me, you can text. Uh, so you can text uh, Must SOS, that's M-U-S-T-S-O-S, to this number, 52182. The number is 52182, and you can text MUST-SOS, M-U-S-T-S-O-S, to that number, 52182. Uh, you'll be able to help them. Um, but the other thing you need to do, listen, y'all, this is a matter of our elected officials needing to restrain the bureaucracy. You, you just heard I, I say what happened is there. They're at Lowe's and Fishes. They got a 97, 98% restaurant health rating. They're in there. The bureaucrats doing the score and someone brings in a casserole. Where did that come from? Well, it came from a church or a home. You can't have that here. This is, it sounds like it's, it's one heavy handed bureaucrat just doing his job. Just, just doing his job. And now an entire ministry is being punished. Kids could go hungry. This is what your elected officials are elected to deal with. And they pass the buck to the bureaucracy. They got to stop Brian Kemp. He appoints the commissioner. The lieutenant governor, he, he has some clout in this. The speaker of the house, he's got some clout in this. You, you know what? I just, I just had the most brilliant idea. Must ministry should hire David Ralston, keep doing what they're doing, and drag this thing to kingdom come so the Department of Public Health can, can't do anything. They should hire David Ralston, and he should just drag this sucker out forever. <laughs> no, seriously, though. The speaker, the lieutenant governor, the governor. I mean, the Secretary of State should speak up. The insurance commissioner, the new guy, John King, not John King USA, but John King police chief, should speak up. The the Gary Black should be speaking up. He's the, the agriculture commissioner. 
They should be speaking up on this. All of them should be speaking up on this. The, the labor commissioner should be speaking up on this. All of them should be speaking up on this as elected officials telling the Department of Public Health, no, 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 hell no, no. Your state senator should be speaking up on this. Your state representative should be speaking up on this. Your county commissioner should be speaking up on this. Your city councilman, your mayor, your county commission chairman, your sheriff, every single one of them should be exceedingly loud and point the finger at the Department of Public Health. But ultimately, the governor appoints the commissioner of the Department of Public Health, and the legislature writes the laws. And they either need to saber-rattle enough to scare the bureaucrats, or they need to pass laws. But somebody must step up to fix this problem. And this is what they want to do. They're thinking, oh, Erickson's only going to talk about this for a day. (laughs) Have you guys been paying attention? No, this isn't going away. If you're carrying revolving debt, that means you're not paying off your credit card every month and could be paying thousands in interest every year that you don't have to. With Lending Club, you can consolidate your debt or pay off credit cards with one fixed monthly payment. Since 2007, Lending Club has helped millions of people regain control of their finances with affordable fixed-rate personal loans. No trips to the bank, no high-interest credit cards. Just go to LendingClub.com, tell them about yourself, how much you want to borrow, pick the terms that are right for you, and if you're approved, your loans automatically deposited into your bank account in as little as a few days. Lending Club is the number one peer-to-peer lending platform with over $35 billion in loans issued. Go to LendingClub.com slash Eric. Check your rate in minutes and borrow up to $40,000. That's LendingClub.com slash Eric. LendingClub.com slash Eric. All loans made by WebBank, member of FDIC, equal housing lender. Y'all, yeah, just real quick, I'm I'm got to move on from Must Ministries. Uh, we've got lots of other news to cover tonight here on Atlanta's Evening News. Let me just summarize with this. Not even 100 years ago, less than 25 years to 30 years ago, uh, a lot of communities took responsibility for themselves. 50 years ago, absolutely, and 100 years ago, guaranteed, local communities took care of themselves, and it was local churches and local businesses and local families that stepped up and took care of the homeless in their community, the poor in their community, and they didn't rely on the state or the federal government to do it. And as more and more people have become dependent on government and as government welfare programs have expanded, you have less and less of the sorts of things that must ministry does. And as you have less and less of that, you have greater reliance on the government. And at some point, the government can step in and say, hey, you must shut down now, you nonprofit that have been doing our work for us, your competition. And they don't say it that way. They come up with a plausible excuse. And the plausible excuse is, well, there's there's a health and welfare thing. We, We don't want people getting sick. They might get food poisoned. You can get food poisoned in the grocery store by buying romaine lettuce last summer. The government couldn't stop that. Get food poisoning going to your local restaurant. Get some shrimp that's not quite cooked and have a great night. And when we weren't so reliant on government, government was more likely to allow us to do these things. 
But as the the scope of government has grown, as as the depth and breadth of government have gone grown, uh, it's harder and harder for these nonprofits to be able to do what they do because of government bureaucracy uh, and uh, the regulations and the nanny statism. And a conservative government, a, a Republican-run state, should not be doing these sorts of things. A Republican-run state should give greater leniency to nonprofits uh, in this area and to individuals who are helping the poor and needy. And we need to go back to that. If Brian Kemp as governor could do one thing for his legacy, it is he should step up and restrain the nanny state against uh, nonprofits and individuals who are helping the poor uh, that would go a long way towards improving the situation and saving taxpayers some money in the process. Good song. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here, News 95.5 AM 750, WSP Atlanta's Evening News. The phone number is 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Sonny Perdue, Governor of Georgia, former Governor of Georgia, now the Secretary of Agriculture uh, for President Trump. He has decided to move a number of jobs out of Washington, D.C. to farm country. This may surprise you, but a number of the researchers in the government that actually study uh, soil conditions and and drought conditions and whatnot, they don't actually live in farm country. And Sonny Perdue has decided that they should move these jobs to Kansas. It will save the government a significant chunk of coin to move these jobs closer to where their research is based. It will save the government a lot of money by not having them in Washington, D.C. It will also free up space for the Department of Agriculture. They can consolidate more in the the empty space in Washington. The researchers are unhappy. Y'all, these researchers make six figures, and they're moving from a place with the cost of living in Washington, D.C. to Kansas. Their cost of living will dramatically improve, and they are outraged. Sonny Purdue held a press conference in Washington, and these people whose jobs will be affected, many of them stood up and turned their backs to him in protest. Now, I looked at the picture first and wanted to know what all these Starbucks employees were doing in that press conference, because, I mean, that's what they look like. They look like your typical barista from a Starbucks or your, your homeless millennial on the side of the road. But nope, these are actual government employees, and they're protesting Sonny Perdue. Good for Sonny Perdue. Good for Sonny Perdue. Sonny Perdue is doing the right thing. He's saving the government. This idea that all of government must be in Washington, D.C. I mean, these people are paid to research farm country. They should live in farm country. So good for Sonny Perdue. He's saving the government money. He's getting people closer to where they research. You know, it's like, so, you know, Vox. Vox is the left-wing site that supposedly explains the news. They ran a uh, story the other day ridiculing the president for complaining about tractors unable to connect to the Internet. Uh, Ridiculing the president for thinking that tractors connect to the Internet. Tractors connect to the Internet. 
they get real-time data over the internet, over broadband, on soil conditions and transmit it back to the Department of Agriculture to help build modeling for weather forecasting, for planning, for watering, for all these things. And the reporter at Fox, who was mocking the president, had no idea, did, did not have a clue. Now, I think that government subsidizing broadband for farmers is nuts. That's beside the point, though. The, the reporter had no idea. Uh, and, and you've got Department of Agriculture researchers in Washington, D.C., who have no idea what farm country is like other than they get these remote uh, samples from farmers' tractors to be able to discuss soil quality. So good for Sonny Purdue for making them move out there. I, I need to delve into this Iran situation that's escalating. The Iranians are coming out saying we didn't do it, but if we did it, it's because of Donald Trump uh, blowing up these oil tankers. L let me tell you a story. I grew up in Dubai. From 80 to 90, lived in Dubai. My school was three stories high, a few blocks from the beach. And one day I'm in performing arts and the windows rattle. And we can look out, you can see the ocean, and there's fire. There are plumes of smoke on the horizon. And they dismiss school early. Tell everybody we need to go home. And there are F-16s shooting overhead. And the Iranians had started bombing oil platforms. My dad's oil platform was bombed. He had to flee his oil platform. He was supposed to be at work in the Persian Gulf, had to flee. Uh, my dad actually worked with a skeleton crew that had to go back out and turn back on the oil platforms. Um, the Iranians were blowing things up. This is what the Iranians have done. They bomb oil tankers. They bomb oil platforms. Uh, they do this, and had, they did it frequently during the Iran-Iraq War, and they're back to it. Uh, this is their MO. This is what they do. And what the Iranians are doing, you need to understand the dynamics here. The Iranians are working, and I think Qatar is involved, and I think, this is an educated guess on my part, Qatar has been subsidizing bad people for a while. Qatar is, is bad relations now with Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, and Qatar and, and Iran have been increasingly friendly with each other. And they're working a PR effort in Washington, D.C. to smear Saudi Arabia. And, and they can smear Saudi Arabia because the Saudi crown prince uh, screwed up by killing that reporter who worked for the Washington Post. So now all the reporters in Washington hate Saudi Arabia. So Iran, what Iran is doing is they're going around blowing up oil tankers now, and they're saying, oh, it's not us, it's not us, we think it's Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia is trying to get the president to come after us. And the, yes, that's the ticket, those evil Saudis. That's the, You need to understand that's the undercurrent of the news reporting you have, is that the media would rather believe Iran than believe American intelligence sources. You know, what's so crazy here is that uh, for, for how long now, since 2016, the media has been attacking President Trump, saying the president would rather believe the Russians than believe American intelligence. And now the American media would rather believe the Iranians than believe of the American intelligence community. They have intelligence. You know, American sailors in the Persian Gulf steering big ships saw the Iranians doing this. And the Americans, well, you know, Iran says it's not them. It could be the Saudis. This is genuinely bizarre to watch. Uh, but it is the Iranians, and it's going to end badly for them. And it's about time that it ends badly for them. 
I hope all of you dads out there have a terrific Father's Day. I really do. Uh, I <laughs> I told my wife I've got to speak at a conference tomorrow. And then, by the way, I am going up to Jasper tomorrow afternoon. I'll be in Jasper. Uh, the, the Republicans up there asked me to come up there for an event for Pickens County. I'll be at the tomato fundraiser. Uh, in the classroom three, the pavilion at the community center. I'll be up there in Pickens County. And then Michael Caldwell running for the state Senate. I will be in Woodstock with Michael Caldwell tomorrow evening after five o'clock. Um, so come, come see Michael Caldwell kick off his state Senate race. And I told my wife, she and the kids, they, they need to be with her dad for father's day. Um, having spent a week in rural Louisiana and then driven cross country with my kids, my father's day is I get to sleep in on Sunday. That'll be a great Father's Day. Now, I want to tell you, I hope you have a great Father's Day and that you get a razor from Harry's Razor. If your kids love you, they'll have gotten it for you. If you don't have Harry's Razors for Father's Day, your kids may not love you. (laughs) I tease, I tease. Seriously, though, it is a great razor and it saves you money. That's one of the great things about Harry's Razors. In addition to a really quality five-blade razor, you actually get a great deal on it. And right now they have a terrific deal um, you get, I mean, listen to all the stuff you're going to get. You're going to get a shave set. Um, you're going to get a weighted handle, a razor, shave gel, travel cover, all for just three bucks and free shipping. What you do is you go to harrys.com at checkout. You enter my code Erickson, go to harrys.com. It's just three bucks free shipping. You get all that by going to harrys.com today. Use code Erickson at Harry's to claim your offer and you will let them know I sent you. And it's it's $5 off the shave set, too. So it's great. Three bucks, free shipping. Now, as for Father's Day, um, I, I want you to have a good one. Also, remember, our charity of the month that we are promoting is Help the Persecuted. They help persecuted Christians, particularly in Islamic countries, people who have converted to Christianity and are thrown out of the homes by their families or threatened with death. They find safe, ho- safe houses for them. Every dollar you give, it's a tax-deductible contribution. And you're helping save the lives of persecuted Christians in the Middle East, in Islamic territory. Uh, So if you text WSB to 345-345, you'll get a link back uh, so you can donate to Help the Persecuted. You'll also get a link to the podcast. Um, So Help the Persecuted, and you guys have a wonderful weekend.